1: In 2005, a detective with the Galveston Police Department was looking at the cold case of two murdered 15-year-old girls, Debbie Ackerman and Maria Johnson. On November 15, 1971, they went missing while hitchhiking in Galveston. Two days after they vanished, their bodies were found about 10 miles from where they were last seen. Their bodies were floating in Turner Bayou in Texas City. They were partially nude and they had both been shot twice in the head. The detective talked to an investigator in Texas City and asked if they had any leads. She said she did and she gave him a letter. It reads, Dear Sir, I figured out that I have been on a brainwashed murder program for most of my life. I was brainwashed into killing Debbie Ackerman and Maria Johnson in November of 1971. I have also killed five other girls in Galveston County. This is a statement of facts. Yours truly, Edward Harold Bell. It turned out that in 1998, Bell wrote several letters to the district attorney's offices in Harris County and Galveston County. In the letters, he claims he killed seven young women in the 1970s. Besides Debbie and Maria, he only names two other victims in the letters. He thought that one of the victims had the last name Pitchford and she had reddish blonde hair. On January 3rd, 1973, a 16-year-old girl named Kimberly Pitchford, who had reddish blonde hair, went missing after attending a driver's ed class at the high school in Houston. Two days later, her body was found in a canal about 50 miles from where she was last seen. It appeared that the cause of death was ligature strangulation. Another victim he named was Colette Anise Wilson. In June 1971, Colette was 13 and she was attending a suburb band camp. On June 17, 1971, one of her band instructors dropped her off on a street corner in Manville, Texas, where her mother was going to pick her up. But when her mother arrived six minutes later, Colette was gone. Five months later, Colette's body was found near the Attics Reservoir about thirty-five miles from where she was last seen. Colette had died from blood force trauma to the head. The police did some investigating and they found some validity in Bell's confessions, and they also found some connections between Belle and the girls. For example, when Belle wrote about the murders of Debbie and Maria he accurately described how they were shot, and he accurately described the bridge where their bodies were found. Also, shortly before Debbie and Maria went missing, they visited a surf shop in Gavelston. Belle was an investor in the shop. Also, Belle lived in an apartment that was close to a waterski school that the girls attended. Finally, Debbie and Maria were last seen getting into a white van. Bell owned a white van at the time of the murders. So while the police found some connections, they did not find enough evidence to charge Bell with any of the murders. The letters he wrote confessing to the murders were ultimately kept secret for 13 years. Then in July and September 2011, a reporter with the Houston Chronicle interviewed 72-year-old Edward Bell in prison. He told her that he hadn't killed seven girls. Instead, he claimed he murdered 11 girls. He called them the 11 who went to heaven. Bell said they committed five of the murders in 1971, and they thought the other six happened between 1974 and 1977. He said that six of the girls were murdered in pairs. He also said that he came across the girls in Alvin and Dickinson, Webster, Houston, and Gavelston. Bell told the reporter, despite the horrible things he did, he was the real victim. He said that he had been brainwashed by government agents through what he called the program. He said the brainwashing started at an early age. He said the program first made him flash girls, then started raping girls, and then finally he began killing The question is, if Edward Bell killed seven other girls, who were they? Well, around the time when Bell claimed he committed the murders, there was a rash of murders of women and girls in the area. Also, several other girls and women went missing, and they have never been found. The area where many of the bodies were found, or where the victims were last seen, is known as the Texas Killing Fields. The actual field is off a rural road in League City, which is between Houston and Galveston. Between 1971 and 2006, over 30 murders and disappearances of girls and women have been associated with the Texas killing fields. Here is a quick word from our sponsor.
0: We take this few seconds off to inform you, our valued loyal listener, about the best health and fitness podcast shows. Enjoy the show.
1: In 2015, for a documentary series for a and called The Eleven, a retired detective, Fred Page, a reporter that interviewed Bell in prison and corresponded with him through letters, Lisa Olsen, tried to determine the identities of the other seven girls. They wanted to know if Bell was telling the truth about being a serial killer or if he was just an attention seeker. To find the possible victims, they looked at the descriptions that Bell had given Olsen in some of his letters. Bell said that he killed two girls from Webster. Olsen and Paige found a possible match. Rhonda Johnson and Sharon Shaw, who were both 14, spent the afternoon at a beach in Galveston. They went to a water skiing school near a bayou. Across the bayou was Belle's apartment building. Rhonda and Sharon went missing when they were heading home to Webster. Their remains were found five months later on January 3rd, 1972. Sharon's skull was found in Taylor Lake, which is between Lake City and Houston. A short distance away in Marshland, The rest of her remains, along with Rhonda's remains, were found. They both had been shot to death. Webster is a small town, and in 1971, it only had a population of about 2,000 people. Rhonda and Sharon were the only pair of girls from Webster to be murdered during that time. Bell said that he murdered two girls from Dickinson. One was blonde, and the other was brunette. He said that the murders happened in 1975. Paige and Olson couldn't find an exact match to the description, but they did find a close match. On September 6, 1974, 14-year-old Georgia Greer and 12-year-old Brooks Bracewell went missing while walking in Dickinson. Georgia had brown hair and Brooks had blonde hair. Amazingly, even though the girls didn't have any behavioral problems, and there had been a series of murders where the victims were young women. The police thought that the girls had just run away. A year and a half later, their skulls were found in a ditch near Alvin, Texas. The rest of the remains were not found with their skulls. It appeared that they died from blood force trauma to the head. Their remains were not found far from the location where Carlisle Wilson's remains were found four years earlier. Those are all the descriptions that Bell gave Olson and the district attorney's offices. So far, Paige and Olson had identified eight of the possible 11 girls. To recap, Bell said they killed 11 girls from Alvin, Houston, Galveston, Webster, and Dickinson. He said that five of the murders happened in 1971, and he thought an additional six happened between 1974 to 1977. Also, six of the girls were murdered in pairs. Bell admitted to killing Colette Wilson, who went missing on June 17, 1971, from Alvin, Texas. She died from blood force trauma to the head. A month and a half later, on August 4, 1971, Rhonda Johnson and Sharon Shaw spent the day in Galveston, and then they disappeared on their way home to Webster. They both had been shot to death. Three months after that, on November 15th, 1971, 15-year-olds Debbie Ackerman and Maria Johnson disappeared from Gavelston. Debbie and Maria were both shot to death. They were last seen getting into a white van, and at the time, Bell drove a white van. These were the first murders that Bell confessed to. Bell also confessed that he killed a girl with the last name Pitchford. 16-year-old Kimberly Pitchford went missing from Houston, Texas, on January 3rd, 1973, about 14 months after the last murders. Kimberly's body was found two days later. The cause of death was ligature strangulation. 20 months later, on September 6, 1974, 12-year-old Brooks Bracewell and 14-year-old Georgia Greer went missing while walking to school in Dickinson, Texas. So that was five murders in 1971, one in 1973, and two in 1974, and six of the girls were murdered in pairs. That left three individual murders possibly committed between 1974 and 1977. Another murder that Fred Page and Lisa Olson linked to Bell was the murder of 19-year-old Gloria Gonzalez. But she wasn't killed between 1974 and 1977, however they have an excellent reason to connect her to Belle. Gonzalez went missing from Houston on October 28, 1971, about three months after Rhonda Johnson and Sharon Shaw were killed, and about two and a half weeks before the murders of Debbie Ackerman and Maria Johnson. Gonzalez's remains were found on November 23, 1971, less than a month after she went missing. It's believed that Gonzalez had been strangled to death. Her remains were found near the attic's reservoir. Found with her remains was a tooth that did not belong to her. So the investigators did a more comprehensive search of the area. That's when they found the remains of the first girl who went missing, 13-year-old Colette Wilson, whom Belle confessed to killing. The last two girls that Belle was possibly talking about are less clear. But based on the ages and the locations where the girls were last seen, Fred Page believes that the last two victims that Bell was talking about were 14-year-old Brenda Jones and 12-year-old Suzanne Bowers. On July 1st, 1971, Brenda Jones went to visit a sick relative. She was last seen getting off the bus. The next day, her body was found floating near Pelican Island, which is part of the city of Galveston. The cause of death was manual strangulation. If Brenda was one of Belle's victims, she would have been the second. She was killed just over two weeks after Colette Wilson went missing. On May 21st, 1977, 12-year-old Suzanne Bowers disappeared after leaving her grandmother's home in Galveston. Her body was found nearly two years to the day she went missing in Santa Fe, Texas, about 20 miles away from where she was last seen. The cause of death was blunt force trauma to the head. So while Paige and Olson were able to identify 11 possible victims, they were never able to verify that Bell killed them. When Olson went to prison to interview Bell after identifying the 11, he denied killing anyone. That included Larry Dickens. Bell said that the police killed Larry and blamed him. Besides the denying committing the murders, no physical evidence connects him to the murders of the 11 girls. So was Edward Harold Bell really a prolific serial killer of young women? Or was he just a bored attention seeker looking for some fun while sitting in prison? Unfortunately, the truth probably died with Bell. He passed away in April 2019 at the age of 82. This will conclude the episode. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please leave a comment and subscribe. Thank you.